Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin. Shalom Bayis, year number 56. Email address, shalombayis777 at gmail.com. Last year, we talked about that even if um, a couple decides to use various heterim leniencies and explore things sexually with each other uh, in many ways, and that's good for them, it is with a condition. They have to make sure that that strengthens their marriage and not weakens it, that that creates more respect and not less respect, that creates more serving Hashem better than less. If you serve Hashem more, you get up early, at tzedarim, give more tzedakah, and and then you know that those um, sexual, um, you know, connections is a positive thing. But if not, and you... um, do the wrong things or behave improperly, then you know that it's probably not used the right way. So you need a certain shikal hadas. So if someone does that and they do both decide to engage in those hetera, um, make a lot of allowances to enjoy each other that way, it is very important. It's important regardless in any marriage, but certainly then to be extremely careful and make sure that you are Ehrlich, and make sure that you are consider yourself as a married person, no matter where you are, not just at home, but at work as well. And we are going to talk about that, about how you conduct yourself as a married person outside of the home. Because your marriage is sacred, and your marriage is sacred not just at home, but when you leave home, to interact, whether in the workplace or whether it's in Simchas, when you have to go to Simchas, or at business meetings and conferences where you have to go, or, you know, even when you're going to the grocery and it's a local grocery and you meet different people, your neighbors and other people from the opposite gender, you have to know how to behave and conduct yourself. And like I said in the last year, all those things that you can enjoy with each other and sexually, in my humble opinion, that's perfectly fine for many couples. They need it, and it's a healthy thing. But it's only a healthy thing if they commit to what I'm talking about now, to make your marriage priority number one, and your wife, your husband, is the only one that you direct these type of feelings, sexual feelings and emotional connection feelings of such type and not with anyone else from the opposite gender. That's very important. And you need to know, generally speaking, when people stray from their marriages, it usually does not happen with something drastic. Usually it's a slow, gradual process of changes, of letting your guard down when you feel vulnerable, Or your marriage could be going through a challenge. Your wife or your husband right now is not that understanding towards you. So because of that, you justify yourself in your mind and you let your guard down and you behave in a way that is inappropriate. And you start investing emotionally with somebody of the opposite sex. And you need to be very, very cautious about that. And this is not a matter of being religious or not to all of you that are um, you know, more uh, are less from, as we say, or n- maybe not even religious. I'm talking to you equally because this is a general 
health issue, I would give this advice to non-Jewish married couples as well. Because it is extremely important that for a marriage to be a priority, that means you invest with this one person to interact that certain way in a sexual and emotional way that you don't do with anyone else. And if you continue talking to people in the, with the opposite gender, um, and you don't let your guard, you know, you don't you let your guard down, it can lead initially to something called emotional affairs, which we'll talk about at a later point in time, which is actually an affair, even though it doesn't lead to any. It's not physical yet; it's emotional, but it's it could be devastating for a marriage. And eventually it could lead to a physical relationship too. And if you're the if you f- don't feel that you're married outside the home, you know, when you walk out the door and you're dealing with life, you have to feel for yourself, I'm a married man, married to this particular woman, or I'm a married woman married particularly to this man. If you, you have to walk out of the home feeling that knowing that instinctively. I'm a married man, I'm a married woman. And when you go out of your house, you always have that in your mind. Because if you don't, and you don't feel that way, and you think to yourself, I'm married at home, but I'm single out there, then you really weaken your marriage bond. And um, so you have to make sure not to make even those subtle decisions to engage emotionally with any person of the opposite gender that is not your wife or your husband. And don't let your guard down and keep strong and don't give in to it, even if right now, or especially if right now, your marriage is bumpy. Because your loyalty and devotion to your wife and to your husband is, 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 is manifested when she is not around and when he's not around when you're at work or at a conference and um, not allowing yourself to fall into that is an absolute, absolute crucial thing so that you have a public persona and you have your private persona at home. When you're in public, you should be know, it should be known and made clear to everyone that you are married and loyal and committed to your wife or to your husband. And that's very, very important. That's a safeguard when you have to travel and you go to hotels and you have to be interacting, you're alone and your wife's not with you or your husband's not with you. You keep in mind, I am a married man, I'm a married woman. You safeguard that marriage relationship wherever you are, no matter what, no matter when. And even, like I said, you may have gotten into a big fight with your husband or wife and you're very upset at them and you feel emotionally distant from them right now, that's where the test is. Because the right decision is, is that once you go home, you work together through it, and you reconcile, and you get that spark back, and you heal. That's the mature approach. The immature approach is to run and look for something else, and try to get that emotional connection elsewhere. And that is not a healthy thing. And therefore, you have to be very careful with very, very, um, these behaviors, like flirting, is wrong. And again, you know, it seems like I'm talking, wagging the finger, uh, talking about frumkite, and it is an idea in, in Tyra to be careful with this, there's no question. But again, 
The same advice is really given to people right now that are not religious or even non-Jews, that flirting is wrong when you're married. And even when you're not married and you're single, by the way, you have to use it and you, know, you have to be careful with that, especially what you have to know what your goals are. And also, deep, meaningful conversations with the opposite gender is also very, very dangerous. Because sometimes even seemingly innocent encounters with people on the opposite gender, like at work, uh, even if you say to yourself, 100%, nothing's going to happen. What am I, an animal here? My mind is not even on that track. Um, you know, I just happen to have a nice conversation. But the bottom line is, is that no matter what, even, you know, at work or in business transactions, and you have to be very, very careful. Now, the Torah has an Isser Yichud, where it's usher for a man and a woman to be alone together. And the truth is, is that Isser Yichud is common sense. And I would suggest even non-Jews or non-religious keep that to get the, to, because that is the only way to make sure your head screwed on straight and to understand, to avoid the value of being alone with another woman or for the woman not to be alone with another man. And um, that seems old-fashioned. I know that for a lot of people. What, like, you know, what are you kidding? It's the 21st century. What are we? We're not animals. I know how to control myself. All this is true, but you also know human nature. You study human nature, whether you're religious and not religious, whether you're Jewish or not Jewish. That is human nature. You, you let your guard down, and it's likely for something to happen. doesn't mean it always will happen, but it's not healthy. And it's important, let's say at work, not to be, when you're in the office, not to be alone together in, let's say, a copy room. That's um, a private place. You, you make sure you're not alone with someone with the opposite gender. Make sure not to have lunch together with a particular one person. Or make sure not to close the door of your office and be alone with another woman unless there's a window through the office that could be seen, something like that. Because the bottom line is all these things put you in a compromising position. And it's better to be in a position that you're beyond reproach where there's no hint of temptation whatsoever. So it's not really the point is, is oh, I'm not going to be tested. Oh, it's not going to happen to me. Oh, you know, my mind is not in the sewer. That's not the point. First of all, human nature is such that it leads to that, and that is 1,000% proven. You just observe, and you read, and you speak to people in their lives, and it's clear as day that that's what human nature is. It has this weakness that you have to keep guard on. But it's better anyway, regardless, to be beyond reproach in these areas and not get yourself into compromising positions with men of the opposite gender, if you're a woman, or women, you know, if you're a man. And to be beyond reproach in your behavior as such. And we will continue talking about this, Be'ezus Hashem, in future shiurim.